Welcome everyone to season two, episode 10 and season finale of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia. Yes, this episode is the last one of the season, but there will be a very small break Season 3 will begin on Sunday, August 13th, Lord willing. It will be a seven-episode series titled Walking with God in Grief, and it will be for the full week of August 13th. It will companion the three-part series on YouTube that begins on August 15th. Details are in this episode description. And just because season two is ending, it does not mean that the season of prayer is ending. Prayer will be a vital part of each episode going forward. As we are to pray without ceasing, it is important in our grief journeys to always invite the Lord into the conversation and into our thoughts as we are to take each and every thought captive to make them obedient to God. So is the same for these episodes. On that note, let me get back to this episode. The Lord has laid it on my heart to pray for the bereaved. I have spoken on many aspects of grief and prayed for various griefs that include the passing of a loved one, but I have not isolated loss of life or prayed specifically and only for the bereaved. Now is that time. Until Jesus returns, we will face death, whether it be our own death or the death of a loved one. And there is no avoiding that as this life has to come to an end. I have felt that being exposed to death at a very young age, I was also taught many things about the value of life and moments with people. And that is all people. I have learned that getting caught up in grieving over loss of life, I am missing out on moments with the living. I have learned that in observing other people's journeys, whether or not that was a shared space. So how does one grieve? It will be different for everyone. As I have prayed earlier this season for the process of grief, it is so important to know that there is a process and to value that it will be different for everyone as every relationship is different. So when we are quoting scripture, it is important to discern the character of your audience, the timing of scripture and its purpose in that moment. Even if you are quoting Psalm 23, 27 or 91, when someone loses a loved one, the immediate response should never be to soothe with words, even if it is the word of God, but to soothe with presence as that is implementing the word of God. And that is not as that is not always a physical presence. If someone does not want anyone around them, then that is to be respected too. But stay close enough to keep an eye on them without them seeing you, but that God is seeing you. Sending messages of encouragement should be with the implementation of Proverbs 3 Verse 6, acknowledge the Lord and for him to direct all aspects in words, in timing, in delivery method, and in tone. I have witnessed and participated in conversations where there was no biblical backing for what was said. I recall a time 
when someone I knew had gone through a loss and wanted to be alone. Unfortunately, I observed two people who did not respect that and insisted on seeing them. In that instance, I was not able to say anything. When people make up their mind to do something, then nothing can be done. People will often think their own experiences are a good measure in how to treat others. But as we are all different, that approach will not work. When someone goes through loss, listen first, as that is presence. And to not listen with our own experiences, but to pray for the ears that only the Lord can provide to listen. If the bereaved is quick to mask their pain by quoting scriptures and all the isms first themselves before you even have a chance to, they may want to beat you to the punch to soothe their anticipatory grief before you hit a sore spot. Sadly, I have found Christians can be the worst encouragers when it comes to loss of life. There is this need or desire to be a soother with words. Silence also can either be golden or bruising too. It's knowing what is warm silence and what is cold silence. Therefore, when we are swift to hear, we need to hear with the ears of the Lord and not with the ears of our own opinions, our own experiences, or our own knowledge. As God knows the heart of every grieved soul and he gives the ears to listen to their pain to not be compromised with anyone else's pain so on that note let us pray gracious heavenly father i thank you O lord for this platform and for the opportunities you have provided to pray for the various branches of grief whether it be a type or an area of concern there are so many that are hurting, bearing their grief, hurting others and themselves in the process. Gracious Lord, you know the heart of every person that has lost a loved one and the aching hearts of long-term grief from loss. There is so much judgment in how people process grief. And sadly, as a result, opinions are more bountiful than compassion. Lord, only you know if this inhibits people's expression of grief and there is an expectation that as your children we are required to handle things a certain way i am grateful that although people do not understand there is a process in the exchange you know each and every single person's process you know how long it takes for each of us to get over a particular hurdle and Father God, you are patient with us. Lord, you know if we are masking our pain, but you also want us to release it. Lord, you know what we are covering up without us even realizing what our inhibitions are because there is an uncomfortable stance to being vulnerable as it appears that the stronger are closer to you. However, your strength is always made perfect in weakness. So if we acknowledge our weakness, we acknowledge it is your strength. It gives us greater access to your 
strength in acknowledging our weakness. If we acknowledge our pain, we acknowledge how great your joy is because the distinction is there. Lord, help us to not get caught up with what is going on to the left or to the right of us as there will always be opinions around us. But help us to know that if we are truly focused on you, we can be open and talk about all our pain with ease with everyone because we know who is going to ease that pain. Our trust is not in man, in the physical ears that we pour out to, but we share so others know that they are not alone. We share so we can educate what different types of grief look like. We share to show we care about each other as you care about us. In being Christ-minded, if you care about each and every one of us, we will extend that same mercy and grace to others. For how we treat others is how we treat you. Father God, may we not forget your word. And as you will say to your sheep, Come, you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And this applies to our dearly beloved bereaved. And it does not matter if the loss is a day ago or a decade ago. The grief does not go away. However, it, involve, it evolves in time. And if we are journeying with you and inviting you, Father God, in all our thoughts and emotions, we know we can get through anything, even if the process is painful. The sackcloth can grow heavy at times, but we know it will be exchanged for gladness and it will be a continual exchange for gladness. Help us in the process to be patient with you and with others. As you are patient with us, we go through the burial process, the paperwork, whatever remains of memories there are, whether it be in photos, clothing, books, personal em emblems, there is a weight to every task, which will vary in weight, not only from person to person, but in season to season. May we be mindful that it is difficult. May we acknowledge the challenges and not compare our process to anyone else's. May we not compare anyone else's journey with our own, especially in grief. Father God, you know there is no hierarchy of loss. But for certain losses, especially that of a child that are against nature, that weight is so indescribable and incomparable. Father God, may we be mindful of the delicate matter of loss and to not put a time limit on it. As your word prescribes a season for mourning, that will vary for everyone. Some seasons are longer and some are shorter. 
and to restrict any part of the process will just compound the grief. Lord, you are above it all. Always you reign over the world and over our circumstances. You understand our griefs. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need, especially when we are the bereaved. So I ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Until next season, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most. Mm -hmm.